Welcome to another episode of Bonaventure Roundup with Coach Raz. I'm Tom Sipe alongside St. Bonaventure Baseball Head Coach Coach Raz. And Coach, thank you for joining me another week after a tough conference weekend series for you guys, falling all three to Rhode Island. Uh, but I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, heartbroken. It was a tough one. Really, really tough. So close. Get it? Almost there, buddy, but, yeah, I'm here. I'm here to answer the bell. Always, and that's why you get props from me, so I appreciate it. And you mentioned how close you guys are, and first I'll ask you your initial takeaways of the entire series before we run through each game. But in game one, you guys fell 9-5. to five. Game two, a terrific game, in all honesty, that you guys fell in 10 innings, and then Sunday got away from you guys. Just what's your overall takeaways from the overall series? Honestly, it's just about the missed opportunity. Again, you know, I think this is the second week in a row where we probably could have caused a little bit of a panic in the A-10. Uh, you know, so close to taking two from St. Louis last weekend, so close from taking two from Rhode Island this past weekend. And to come out of it 0-3 is definitely heartbreaking, man. It's it's tough. The guys are, are trying hard. They're working hard. And to have them come up short. You know, it's difficult and it's disappointing as well. You know, we had a goal in mind and didn't achieve it. So, you know, back to the drawing board, back to resetting the week and trying to prepare ourselves for the upcoming weekend. Sure, and I want to run through each of those three games of that Rhode Island series um, because it was good played baseball. Uh, you know, I was at all three games. I did all three games, and it was good games. Uh, but you guys just came up short each time. And let's start with game one. Where you got a great start from Triprean. Went six innings, gave up three runs. Uh, starting that first game of the series uh, for you guys for the first time this year, just what did you see from Trip on the mound? Yeah, you know, they've they've done a good job of kind of put they put their ace on the mound game two, um, who's, you know, had a really good year for them. So we, we switched up our rotation a little bit this weekend, and we wanted to give Gabe an extra day because he ended up throwing in the midweek for an inning. Um, so we, you know, we ran trip out there who, you know, was, he had a good six days rest. So we felt like he was ready for that and he did a good job, man. He's again, gave us some length, you know, to go out there and throw six innings at a hot day. I mean, it was hot, yeah. the hottest weather we've had up here. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, suntan block going on. <laughs> so, um, you know, he was up around. 100 110 pitches so you know we got the most we could out of him but that's what happens when you strike out guys too you know he had 10 strikeouts over those six innings and um you know really did a good job of keeping us in the game and honestly giving us a chance to win you know we we had that game late um you know a good lead there and we felt pretty good but Unfortunately, Rhode Island had the last three innings on us all weekend. It seemed like they just they continued to pour runs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, and you know the first game was no different. Man, we talk about how Trip gave up three runs. They're all in those first three innings and really settled down in that fourth, fifth, and sixth. You're able to get homers from Jackson and Artin early in that game to get you guys into it, and you had a five to three lead when Trip came out of the game at the beginning of the seventh inning. And when Tripp was pulled, you went to Noah Joukowsky. Just want to ask you about that decision of going to Joukowsky in the seventh. Yeah, we didn't want to run Liam out for three innings. Uh, we thought we had a comfortable lead, a two-run lead. Um, 
And Noah had thrown really good his last couple outings. You know, he he had done some mechanical work, kind of slowed himself down and was throwing strikes and getting a lot of swing and misses. So it was like, man, let's, you know, try to run him out there and get us three outs, you know, just to try to kind of limit so we could possibly use Liam twice if needed mm-hmm. on the weekend because we thought, you know, we would have a chance to be in two games, hopefully, if not three. So we, you know, we wanted to be a little bit more careful with Liam and not just burn him right off the bat. So we go to Noah, and unfortunately, some of the things that, you know, hurt his outings in the beginning of the year showed up very quickly. Um, you know, the walk, the leadoff walk, and then getting the the hit batter followed by a single. We, you know, we we had to go to Liam at that point, and to try to get us out of that situation. And you know, to be honest with you thought we did steal the momentum you know that inning Liam comes in there's bases loaded no outs we got a two-run lead we get a shallow fly ball to left field the throw comes in the guy fakes going from third to home I think he faked out his own guy at second <laughs> so the guy at second comes to third crosses third base ends up going back to second and we don't end up getting an out you know out of that mm-hmm. little relay or that little jam up there so it was like oh man we let an opportunity go by where we could have stole a second out and i'll be honest with you one of our players came up to us pierce and he said coach i don't think he touched the bag after he crossed third and i said are you sure that what you saw and he's like yeah i'm like all right man so, you know like sounds good let me go out and talk mm-hmm. to the umpires and you know, I went out there and, and, and explained what Pierce had said to me, and he goes, you're right. Do you want to appeal it? <laughs> and I go, yes, sir. And, you know, he, they punched him out. So, boom, now it's first and third, two outs out of nowhere, you know, with Liam on the mound. And it's like, yes, we, you know, kept the momentum. We stole it back. And, unfortunately, they're eight-hitter. Six-hitter. Six-hitter. Six-hitter got a outside fastball and hit an oppo taco home run to take a one-run lead, and it was kind of like this, you know, this roller coaster of emotion in one inning. It was just devastating to give up that, that run. And then Liam got out of it and went back out there for a second inning and, you know, just didn't have his best stuff that day and gave up a couple more. They kind of extended the lead. And then we got him out of there with only throwing two innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave it to Nathan to kind of throw the ninth, and another run got across. So they they kind of ex- they did a really again they did a really good job in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, producing runs to avoid that loss. And you know, unfortunately, the bullpen didn't work out for us that game. So it was it was disappointing because we we were right there, you know, nine outs away with the lead. So yeah, tough game one. But credit to them for showing up when it matters and getting the job done. Yeah, I mean, credit to Rhode Island, like you mentioned, because not only did they you know, put the ball in play a lot, they extended a lot of that bats, especially against Tripp. There was a lot of 3-2 counts. Um, you know, when he was even really pitching really well in the fourth, fifth, and sixth, and that pitch count went up because of the at-bats that they were working. And I'm happy that you mentioned that it was Pierce. I was going to ask you if it was you or if it was someone else no. uh, yeah. on that play because on the broadcast – I was giving props to you, so I guess I got to apologize and say it was Pierce um, on that play. And like you mentioned, right when you felt like you stole that momentum back, it was the first pitch uh, to Billy Butler, who it was, who hit that three-run homer in the seventh. And that pretty much gave them 
the game for game one. And then the next day, game number two, Luke Roggenberg, a terrific outing, probably the best start that you've had so far this year. Uh, seven innings, two runs. Just what do you see from him on the mound? So we really like the way he threw against VCU out of the pen. You know, he struggled a little bit early in the year, kind of lost his mechanics a little bit. Threw good against VCU, came back against St. Louis and gave us some length. You know, he, he gave up some runs in the first inning that started against St. Louis, and then late in the sixth inning, I think he gave up a few more. So the, the line may not have looked great from that St. Louis game, but you definitely saw a little run there where he put up zeros for four or five innings. So we felt good about giving him the ball again against their race, you know, um, who's had a fantastic year for them. So for him to go kind of pitch for pitch with that guy was, was a lot of fun. I think we went through seven innings in an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, it was it flew. Insane, <laughs> it did fly. Right? It was so <laughs> fast of how quick that game went. Um, and, you know, again, really happy with the start that we got out of, out of Rogs. And it makes us, you know, honestly, we feel really good about our, our weekend rotation right now with – the way that Trip throws is different than the way that Rogs throws, which is different than the way that Watts throws. So I think we have a nice three-man rotation for the weekend that offers different types of arms. Um, and they've – they've listen, we were pretty happy for the most part with those two those first two starts. Watts wasn't his best on Sunday, um, but he's been good overall for mm-hmm. most of the year. So, yeah, I was really happy with Rog, Rogs' start. And – what a game it was. I mean, you mentioned how quick those first seven innings went, and it was 2-2 two two after the seventh inning. Rhode Island came in and got a run in the top of the eighth. Uh, Solo uh, shot, you know, another ball yeah. that got out that we didn't – couldn't believe it got out, you yeah. know. like There was a few that I, I couldn't believe it got I know, out. I'm not, right? I felt lie. that way all weekend. <laughs> like, oh, my God, I can't believe that ball got out. And it wasn't crazy wind. I, I just wonder if no. it was the heat, the hot. You know, just the the air was, I don't know. It was wild, some of the balls that got out. Yeah, it going was. back to game one, the first home that Tripp gave up, I thought it was going to be a routine fly ball to center that just got out. Um, so, yeah, a few times this weekend the ball was, was carrying. Um, but also maybe in your favor, in the bottom of the eighth inning, down by a run after a leadoff walk to our team, Kyle Kakmus getting the start against the lefty. It was a 3-2 count, and he showed bunt on each of the first five pitches. Uh, and then the 3-2 pitch, he just turned on one. And what we thought was maybe the biggest hit for you guys uh, all season, Kyle Kakamas with a two-run homer. Um, just how much excitement did that bring to your dugout at the time? Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was a really, really good moment for us. To You know, and we've talked last week how about, the difference we think Kyle makes with the team. And I've always, I've seen him a lot against lefties. So mm-hmm. I, I, I do have some confidence with him against lefties. I don't think he's a typical lefty lefty. Got to get him out. Sure. Um, but we did move him down in the nine, you mm-hmm. know, instead of maybe getting the most at bats at the top of the order. And yeah, you know, in, in typical Kyle fashion, you know, he, he doesn't get the butt down two times in a <laughs> row. And, and he, he, BJ looks at me from there. He's like, want to try it again? I'm like, nah, let him swing. <laughs> and then, boom, you know, it t- took their best pitcher for a two-run homer and, you know, really gave us some momentum and became three outs away from, you know, grabbing a win there. So it was a huge moment. It was great for Kyle. 
And, uh, yeah. Did he hit any homers for you at Herkimer? He did. Yeah, did he have a few? He okay. did, yeah. He did. He's got some – He's got a really nice swing. Mm-hmm. So with the way that he swings the bat, he creates some backspin. So if he hits it right, he can take it out, you know, because he, he, he utilizes, especially if a pitcher's throwing hard, he's just going to put a good swing on it and trust his swing, and he does have the ability to do that. So, you know, he almost took Liam Yard in the fall, but that's okay. that's one of those, you know, ballpark stories that are talked about, <laughs> nobody really seen, but, you know, it, it was – Saw some interesting matchups in the fall, and, you know, Kyle has that about him, especially in big games. He did it all in the World Series last year, too. So it was no surprise to me, but it was fun. It was definitely fun. Yeah, it wasn't even a wall scraper. It was, was w- well out to right. Oh, yeah. Had a uh, pretty epic bat flip going down the first base. Yeah. I don't know if you got a good view of it. I did. <laughs> I did. I We had a little talk about that on <laughs> Sunday. You know, we need to. Less less juco it up a little bit. You know? <laughs> we need to act a little bit better than that. Um, you know, it's it is exciting and in the moment, but we still have to keep our heads and not, you know, try to avoid firing up the other team. Yeah. You know, we want to just kind of play our brand of baseball and let our play do the talking. But you know, it's an adjustment. He'll learn. Absolutely. And then the ninth inning, it was Bryce Andrews stayed on for the ninth inning, gave up. A single and then a walk, and not only were you one out of the way, you were one strike away um, from getting out of that ninth inning. It was just a hot shot ripped off the bat of their eight-hitter, Rob Butler, who hit it to Kyle, tried to back pick it, kept it in front of him, but the throw home was too late. Just walk me through that play in the ninth inning that tied it. Yeah, the Butler twins, right? <laughs> the weekend of the Butlers. Um, yeah, so the, the brother of the kid that hit the home run the night the day before mm-hmm. came up and we you know we had first I felt like Bryce was really throwing well you know he had come in there and put up some zeros for a couple innings and it, his fastball was was cooking I mean it, it, I think it was throwing the hardest he's thrown for us so we saw some really good velo and there's good movement in that fastball too so we liked the matchup after Rogs because Rogs is kind of an off-speed guy you know keep you off mm-hmm. balance and Bryce came in throwing darts um, so we felt good. It was like, man, three more outs, Bryce. You know, that's all we need. And you know, you get the two outs, and the, and the, you know, you get the runners on, which always causes a little bit of concern. But yeah, down to two strikes, uh, a diving line drive the other way, and Kyle had to kind of go to his left, kind of a a knee dive to stop it, right, and tried to come up with like a a quick scoop the way that came off the turf. And I think the momentum of the ball with a quick scoop, you know, caused that ball to kind of come out of his glove up in the air. So that guy, on, you know, and they were very aggressive on the base pass all mm-hmm. all weekend for sure, trying to take trying to take the extra base. And we had done a really good job of avoiding that, to be honest with you. I think we threw him out doing the same type of thing a couple innings yeah. before that with Kyle. Yeah. So. You know, we had caught him trying to do that before, and, and, you know, honestly, this time it paid off for him. They, you know, that run came home. The throw came in a little late, a little off. Jackson wasn't able to hold on to it. I think he would have been safe either yeah, way. Yeah, he would have been safe. Um, but, yeah, that another, you know, man, hard, heartbreaker. So, you know, we tried to regroup and steal it in the bottom of the ninth. We just didn't do anything offensively. It was kind of a quick inning. Then they came out and scored right away in the in the tenth with one run and 
again, just didn't answer in the 10th. Mm-hmm. So we had a couple opportunities there to, you know, maybe, you know, especially in the ninth, we need give up that run and it's tied and you have a chance to win it. You want to try to win it right there. You don't want to go to extras. And unfortunately we weren't able to get the job done and, you know, lose two heartbreakers in a row was tough. Yeah. And you mentioned how you liked how Bryce was throwing. I know Ryan O'Connell was ready in the bullpen, but just continuing to stick with Bryce, just what was your confidence level in him with the fact that you mentioned that his fastball um, had some zip to it and he was pitching pretty well just, what was the decision to keep him in, not only for the ninth but for the tenth as well? So honestly, Oak hasn't been great the last two outings. Um, he's been a little off. I don't think he was throwing quite as hard as he had been. We had thrown him on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and he, so we were like, ah, we're, you know, and he wasn't great on Tuesday. Um, there's a lot in there for sure, but at the time, we just Bryce was throwing strikes. He was throwing hard. He put up a couple zeros. We just felt good sticking with him. Um, you know, and it's tough. You know, we end up bringing Oak out on Sunday, and he looked fantastic for two innings. So, you know, it's one of it's one of those ones you kind of you ponder and think a little bit because I there was the thought there for sure of bringing Oak in for the ninth. Um, again, we just Bryce had been good, and we knew we had to win two in the series. So we, if we didn't have to use Oak, and we could have won that game, we knew we would have Oak available for Sunday for maybe more than one inning or. Even if we use him in the ninth, I don't know if he would have been available Sunday, you know, and we would have been really shorthanded in the bullpen. Um, so we went with the hot hand. Bryce looked good. Tried to save Oak for the next day, and unfortunately we were one strike away, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not like Bryce went out there and got hit around the yard. Yeah. It's not like we weren't in a position to win it. We just, we just, didn't, we just didn't win it. So, you know, at the end of the day, those are decisions you got to make, and I'm comfortable with living with it. I don't think I would change it, even hindsight. So it is what it is, and, you know, we just, boom, back to the, like I said, back to the drawing board this week. Yeah, most definitely. And then going to Sunday's game, just a difficult start to the game uh, for Gabe Watts. offense really wasn't able to get back in off of Rhode Island's number three starter who has pitched really well in all three conference games so far, um, but just a difficult one for Gabe. Yeah. I think Friday, Saturday took a lot out of us, uh, a lot. And, and we were hoping Gabe could go out and give us some zeros. And unfortunately, just for whatever reason, wasn't, you know, spotting it up as, as well as he had been. Um, so he got off to a little bit of a rough start, kept it close, but we just weren't able to get anything going offensively except for the first inning. So, you know, just kind of one of those games where we were down four nothing, five nothing, or five, four one, five one, whatever it was. And, we, and you know, he ended up putting a couple zeros together. Then Oak gave us a couple, so we had like a four inning stretch there where we did put some zeros on the board, but we just weren't getting anything going offensively. And again, I think you know, trying to pick up the pieces from Friday Saturday was was a difficult task on Sunday, and and it was hot. It was hot all yeah. weekend. So, you know, I definitely could see the bodies were a little bit slower, for sure, and just you know didn't have a just didn't have a great day on Sunday. We got beat by a better team. You know, at the end of the day, I, I told these guys at the end of the series, listen, you're going to get be- they're a better team than you. The last three innings of ever even the game that they were up five to one, they ended up putting runs across yeah. the board in the seventh, eighth, and ninth ends. You know, to kind of extend their lead and put, and finish us off. So. That's what good teams do. 
good teams score late and win games. Um, and they did a good job of it. But, you know, you go look at the standings, and I know we're at the bottom. Not the very bottom, but towards the bottom. But the top of the standings are St. Louis 8-1, and one, with one of those losses being to us. Davidson's second in the conference right now. We don't play them this year. Rhode Island's third, you know, and they're 6-3. and three. We were right in there with them. VCU's fourth, and we've already played them. So three of the top four teams we've already played. We were able to get a couple wins. The rest of the conference weekend is kind of the middle bottom half. So if we can go out and do our job against those guys, it should push us up a little bit. So, again, back to the drawing board, looking at the conference, where are we at? What do we have ahead of us? There's a lot of games ahead of us that we should be able to – I mean, if, if we're in the games and we had the top three out of four teams in the conference on the ropes, you know, three three games that we possibly could have won out of those games, hopefully it shows, gives us a better showing against the middle bottom half of the conference. So that's our outlook. We just got to regroup, you know, Monday morning, boom, we were in the, in the weight room early in the morning getting back after it. You know, we're practicing today. We got a little midweek local game on Wednesday, and then we're headed down to George Mason, and we got to go on the road and do something special. So, you know, we're still looking for that first series win, and, you know, if we can get it on the weekend down there, this talk will be a lot more pleasant on next Wednesday. So that's the idea. That's the plan. That's the game plan, and it's not fictional. You know, it's factual information that's mm -hmm. sitting right here in front of us. So we're still in the mix. We're still in the mix. We just got to – and we are getting better. I think yes. anybody that watches us play yes. cannot deny the fact that the team is getting better. You know, pitching's getting better. The defense has shored up. The offense has really shown flashes of being a good offense. So we're right there, man. We're getting better. And now the chunk of the season that really matters is, is ahead of us, and we just got to go do some damage. Yeah, and you mentioned how your first three weekends in the A-10 play are all against teams in the top four. I think everyone else that you play the remainder of the year is sitting at four and five or worse right now. So these are teams that you guys are going to have a lot of opportunities against, and that starts this weekend at George Mason. Obviously, we've talked about the importance of the series, so we don't have to talk about that, but uh, the outlook on George Mason and how do you think you guys fare against them? So they've got, you know, they do have a good rotation. Um they got a local kid from New York, Chad Gartland, who's a pretty good arm for them. Um, so, you know, th they're going to be tough on the mound, and it's at their place. But, you know, they are four and five for a reason. So, you know, there's a chance there to go down there and win some games, and we got to get good starts. We get good starts on the mound, and we continue to swing the bats. You know, I like our chances. I, I definitely think it's a series that we can go win on the road, so – you know, maybe nobody else does, but that's how we feel. So that's the plan. You know, we just got to work really hard to get out there this weekend and, and try to do that. And if we can do that, then I think it moves us up a little bit and we get right back in this mix. And then with the following weekend with UMass at home, you know, that's these are six games coming up that could be a huge swing for us, you know, a huge swing. So, yeah, looking forward to it. 
looking forward to it. You know, we're not just get, like I put out there on the Twitter world, man. We just got to keep competing, keep competing. Like we're not going to stop competing. We're going to keep working. That's that's what we're going to do. So that's the plan. And the last question I got for you, you have sat here the whole time and spoken about how you know, continue to keep the faith, continue to keep on working. Um, do you believe your team has the same mentality as the team go, as the year has gone on? Even after a tough t weekend this year, do you feel like your team continues to have that same hunger that maybe you have at the helm? Yeah, I don't – you know, kids are resilient in that way. I think they always think they have a chance. So I don't know if it really matters who we're playing. I think they go into it with the mindset that they can – and they should. I mean, when you've battled with the top of the conference and had a chance to really be – you know, we could have been over 500. We could have been fourth place in this yeah. league if, if things would have went a couple different ways for us. So they should have confidence. I, I, I don't think that they've given up at all. And I, if, if you watch our games, I think people would say the same thing because we battle, 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 and we just don't give in. Um, so I have no doubt that this squad will regroup, get refocused, and – believe with everything in their heart that they can go out there and get get the job done with the rest of the games that we have on our schedule. Wednesday afternoon, the final game of a nine-game homestand for you, and then on the road this weekend to George Mason. So, Coach, safe travels this weekend, and good luck. Thanks, man. We'll get back at it next week. Most definitely. Thanks so much. 88.3 The Buzz.